Good evening, good evening, good evening. Well, the sun isn't shining, the birds aren't chirping, but you are breathing. And tonight is Thursday, February 24th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Tonight's word of the night, fathom, to understand the reason for something. Fathom. Hope everyone enjoyed their Thursday. As uh, you can tell, it is the evening or night here. Uh, Workday, of course, as always, when I do these late night conversations, work, work, work. So I got off and I decided I'd come on here and talk to you guys for a few. We all know what's going on. Russia. (laughs) Boy, Russia, 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 Russia. Wow. Just wow. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but uh, and uh, the weather here uh, today, man, uh, we had seventy or almost seventy degrees yesterday. Today we dropped down to fifty something and rain, bone chilling, and, and it's a little cold out there now. They're calling for the seventies again tomorrow, and then we drop back down to the fifties uh, for the weekend. And next week, I believe they're saying fifties and sixties. The temperatures start to rise again. Man, uh, this is what those old folks call that pneumonia weather, catch a death weather. Don't know how to dress. Just don't. Nah, just don't. Man, this weather here. Uh, like I always say, winter in the North in North Carolina just is. Uh, mask mandates, like I reported earlier, a lot of school districts are saying they're going to drop the mask mandates, go to optional. And and Durham is, uh, I believe they they are holding or have held their vote. Haven't heard anything about it, but uh, man, we'll see what happens. Man, and some more local news. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, I am going to speak on it briefly because, like I said, I want to get to this Russia thing. Uh, and, and I'll probably come out with another podcast in another day or so. Looks like another Raleigh police officer. <laughs> wow, these guys, man, they're getting jammed up at every way, every turn, every pass. Another Raleigh police officer finds himself, man, in trouble with the law. Apparently, um, there's a federal lawsuit, a uh, federal indictment, actually against this one officer who was arrested for selling drugs by a DEA agent. Yeah, sold it to him in uniform, in the squad car. Apparently, I guess he was trying to be a drug lord. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, he has a federal indictment, has been arrested. Wow. Uh, Raleigh? City of Raleigh? Police Department? City Council? Mayor, DA, Wake County, you you guys got some problems. You got some issues. You got to go through that, the police department, and, and root it from the Rudy to the Tootie. <laughs> Your police officers are running amok. How in the world can they uphold justice and they're breaking the laws themselves? Like I said, you heard me right. Man, that is just... Like I said, I'll be talking about that in another podcast coming soon, but I just wanted to touch bases with you guys on that. Uh, see, that's that's too. You know, you had the lead detective from that uh, undercover uh, 
drug sting. And then that, that same lead detective, uh, he has a lawsuit also. Well, I guess Raleigh uh, Police Department has a lawsuit with that mother whose house they raided. It turns out it was the wrong house where, where they pulled guns and handcuffed everyone. Man, now you got this guy here selling drugs to a DEA, DEA agent in his car, in, in his patrol car, in uniform. Total disregard, total disrespect. Guess he was after the bag trying to get his paper. <laughs> ah, good luck, buddy. Good luck. All right, we're going to move along here. We're going to move along here. All right, let's go get it. Russia. Ooh-wee. Putin. Ooh-wee. Man, they are attacking Ukraine by land and air. Now, so far, they're saying 137 people have been killed. He came across that border. Oh, he, those Russian troops came across that border, and and he sent some more, but with helicopters and and I don't know if they were jet. Well, there had to be jets because they dropped dropped some missiles and and they found some unexploded missiles. And uh, one missile went through an apartment into someone's living room, and another missile dropped and tore a road up. They didn't explode, but they were just sitting there, duds. Man, he came with a bang. I got to give him, hey, I'm not glorifying the guy, but he, he, hey, he's most definitely is sending a message now. They are attacking Ukraine by land and air. Now, uh, what has happened earlier on in this uh, fight, the day they had, uh, Russia had taken over the, the main airport, airport, or one of the main airports, and they've taken over some military bases too. Because what Putin said was he was launching these attacks on military installations or things of importance that, I mean, this is, that is how you start a war or, or uh, that is your major game plan when you start a war. You, you attack that military first. You take control of certain key uh, integral uh, infrastructure parts, that airport. Now, of course, uh, the special forces for Russia came in, took over the airport, but they're saying the, Ukrainian, the Ukrainians have taken it back. So they've gotten once... Uh, Victory, one small victory, but then again, they, um, which is odd, but then again, it's not. The second uh, battle, Russia now has control of uh, Chernobyl. Remember that nuclear power plant back in 1986 that had that nuclear meltdown? They now have control of it. It's been abandoned, but they are there's still nuclear waste there. Uh, many are scratching their heads, but hey, who knows what the, the capabilities are of that uh, abandoned plant. Maybe they left something there uh, aside from that nuclear waste that Putin could put some stuff together and get it back up and running again. Uh, he's, like I said, he's sending a strong message. Just is. Now, Biden, he gave a, a speech today. He flat out said, hey, Putin is the aggressor. He chose this war, and now Russia and Putin will bear the brunt of this invasion. Now, Russia came out and said, hey, we flat out, we flat out, we're, we're going to that capital. We want the capital of Kiev. I hope I'm saying that right. Which is, like I said, it's the capital of Ukraine. And what they said is they want to uh, take over, well, they want to surround the capital first and then decapitate the government. 
I don't know if that's literally or figuratively, because the Ukrainian president has came out and said now he uh, Putin had, and his aggression has made his him and his family. They put him out on front street, and and they are are in fear for their lives, as well they should be, as well they should be. Wow, Putin. Now, if you've seen the footage. I've been watching the, the footage all day, even while I was at work. I hope I won't get in trouble for that. I probably shouldn't say that, but hey, uh, that's that's the cell phone. <laughs> so sorry, all that dinging and pinging. At some point in time, you can only ignore it for so long before you start looking. And if I don't know, there was one particular footage where they were going into that airport. And of course, they showed that missile hitting that airport and then the, the explo- explosion. But they, the thing that most caught my eye and made it more realistic to me is footage of those helicopters flying close to homes. These weren't abandoned houses. These were homes. People were live, are living there. That really, that really uh, opened my eyes and, and, and let me know that it was real because those helicopters were, they, they were flying low. They really were. Like I said, they were flying in, in, in a residential neighborhood. Homes. Now, President Biden has came out, and, and one of the things he he has done is, of course, he's holding firm and true to his uh, sanctions that he's putting on Russia. Now, reporters are saying, "Yeah, we understand you're putting sanctions on Russia, but why don't you put some sanctions on Putin?" Uh, realistically, uh, what sanctions can you put on a madman? <laughs> I mean, really, and, and what good would it do? What, what can you do to Putin? Uh, you have to attack that government or you have to put these sanctions on, on, on the government itself. Now, they're putting sanctions on the trade, the import, and export, and, and also the money. That's your financial. So they have sanctions on the uh, financial and they're limiting the exports. And, and with that uh, sanctions, they're put on the banks. They, they, they put sanctions on four banks today, and I believe it's a total of 10 banks they put these sanctions on. What that does is they cannot trade money. The money's obsolete. With those sanctions, any country that deals with them, with them will be known. And they may face some sanctions also. Well, not may be. Chances are they, they are. And and with in, in addition to putting sanctions on that bank, that banking system, they put the sanctions on some of the uh, country's elite, the rich, the wealthy. So apparently, all that money that's tied up, all that money that Putin has been getting, or or, or all the money he's been putting in, it, we we think it may go to not, but then again, it may not. We just don't know what Putin planned this well. He just did. This wasn't a a fly-by-night affair or the spur of the moment when you're in your feelings type of thing that Putin has has done here. He's been planning this for a while. He ain't half-stepping. He's he's right on point. Like I said, they put the limits on the exports. And with that limit on exports, I said to myself, well, what in the world is a limit on export? Um, what are you saying? There's only certain things or certain groups of people that they can export and import to. Uh, why not shut the whole thing down? Don't quite understand that. But then again, I'm not in politics. If you're going to uh, try to stifle that money or, or, or cripple that economy, 
or or his uh, borrowing power, because that's one of the things that came up with that uh, limits or, or, or sanctions on the banks, the financial system. I, I would think you would put a, a strict uh, hold on those exports also. Now, all of this, of course, is, is going towards, uh, is telling Russia and its allies also, hey, stop doing business with this guy. Just stop. Now, Putin has came out and said, listen to this. Putin came out and said any outside interference, whether it be from the U.S. or any NATO alliance or any country to try to stop this invasion, you'll see retaliation unlike any you have ever seen. Wow. He ain't playing. He's he's not. He's not. And, and, and another thing that came out, I know we, we talked about the invasion, how he's coming by land and air. And, and I believe he may even be doing it by sea or that may be forthcoming. That just may. But another thing that came up is cyber attacks. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if the same way the U.S. is putting sanctions on him, uh, he, if he wanted to with those cyber attacks, cyber attacks, it, it encompasses so much, much more than just shutting down the Internet. That's just a small that ain't even a, a that ain't even a drip in the pond. A cyber attack. If you think of the agent's going to shut down the Internet, ah, he ain't thinking about shutting down no Internet cyber attack. We all know or many of us uh, know or, or, or now you're going to know. I hope we never really and truly have, have to find out because a cyber attack, it can attack the, uh, your electrical grid, your electricity. It can attack your financial institutions, your banking. It can affect your water system. The water system is on a, a water grid too. It can affect transportation, plane, train, automobile, gas prices. Local and federal government agencies like your EMS services, your response. And like I said, that those gas prices, but the gas prices are all already rising. And then President Biden came out and said he's hoping this it doesn't look like it'll last long. He wants to give some relief to the uh, America consumer as it relates to gas. So he's releasing a certain amount of barrels back into the back into so we can get the gas price down. Uh, nah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But um, you got to say to yourself, if you're saying, well, what does that have to do with anything as far as the gas goes? Uh, Russia is that second leader producer of oil behind the United States. So that's why Biden is releasing uh, some those barrels of oil, as he said. So, yeah, the cyber attack, that could be the most troubling and most problematic because we've become so accustomed and, and so used to uh, every, like I said, everything is on on a grid now, controlled by. But we all remember that uh, Colonial Pipeline shut down, where they had to switch over from uh, uh, automated to manual pumping. We all know how that threw things off. That's let me say. Well, that's when they started raising the price of gas. Yeah, that's on a, uh, a grid too, electrical grid. So yeah, the, the, I mean, is this not cyber attack? Isn't just shutting down the internet or hacking into a a, a bank or, or whatever? You got your electricity, your water, and if you can, you're really good at it. Transportation, you can disrupt that those air flights, those planes. 
and the local and federal governments, a lot of local and federal governments, they do things through the internet also, uh, also a major component of their of governing, governing now is through the internet. Putin's not slow. I know I jokingly called him gangster. Yeah, he's not a bare knuckles brawler. Guy's pretty smart because with that cyber attack, that can disrupt any and everything. We all know how we feel about our little cell phones. We all know how we feel about our computers, our laptops, our gaming systems. Yeah. So if he has the know-how and manpower to get into uh, with those cyber attacks, it's going to be a lot of hurt people. That may be the uh, retaliation he's talking about, where he says you're going to see retaliations unlike you, you you have never seen. It ain't just ground and, and, and air warfare anymore. That's the old way. Now, like I said, everything's on that on these grids. Cyber attack. Shut that down. That, that just disrupts and, and throws everything off. And that's probably what he's going to do. If someone pisses him off. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing because this is a very serious matter here. Like I said, I've been watching that footage and I've been listening to the politicians and the news and whatever, what have you. But when I saw those helicopters flying low to that, to those homes, that really brought it home for me. Really opened my eyes, made me think, man, the horror those people must be going through over there because they're, they're, they're already saying they may have a refugee crisis. A lot of people are trying to get out. A lot of people were trying to get out before all of this happened. Uh, just to bring it home to you, the subway system, the underground subway has now became a bomb shelter for a lot of people. They went underground. They went to the subways. Mm, 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 mm. Sweet Jesus. Pray. That, that's, that's the only thing we can do at this point. Pray. And, and, and if you're saying, well, that's over in Ukraine, that's their problem. No, because those, the effects of this invasion is going to be felt around the world. Even when, and if you're thinking, you know, the president, like I said, came out and said, ah, we're hoping this won't be that long. But those sanctions... When those those sanctions that they're supposed to be instantaneous, when Putin finally realizes, or or he's already realized, how far and how wide sweeping that is, dare I say he's going to do something else, maybe even more than what he's done already. Now, there of course we have U.S. troops over in that region. And, and and Biden said also that, you know, the U.S. troops are there and the Pentagon is getting ready to send some more troops there. And Biden has says that the U.S., he's promised, he says, hey, the U.S. will not fight Russia and Ukraine. Understand what I just said to you. The United States military will not fight Russia and Ukraine. Now, if you look at Russia and you look at Ukraine and you look at the rest of the, the rest of these countries in that Eastern European, that old Soviet Union bloc, they are all NATO countries. So that's why the troops are are, are in Germany or are sitting in Germany and Poland and, and Romania and these other countries because those are NATO countries. So that he, he what Biden is saying is, hey, y'all, you guys sit here 
we're not going into Ukraine. Can't go into Ukraine because Ukraine is not a NATO country. Does not belong to NATO. They stand alone. And that's why Putin is, is pushing in there. Because he knows that, hey, if he attacks a, a NATO-backed country, the U.S. and the other allies that are a part of that uh, NATO, uh, what is that, the National Alliance Treaty Organization, or however you say it, then there, that would be a war. Has to be a war because you're attacking a NATO country and you're attacking, all. you know, hey, the allies are supposed to come and help and assist that country. So, like I said, Putin ain't no dummy. He knows what he's doing. I honestly believe he's trying to pull the U.S. in bit by bit. Because the, the, the parts, now, as I, I said uh, two days ago, he came in, he came out and he said, hey, there's two sections of Ukraine that are independent and they want to become part of uh, Russia. So he went in and he, he, he now has control of, of those countries or those sections of, of the country. So I, I don't know if he's trying to divide the country into an east and west like uh, Germany or North and South, maybe, you know, like uh, North Korea, South Korea. Uh, that could be what he's doing also. He's no dummy. He just isn't. He's no dummy. He's no uh, uh, bare knuckles brawler. His, his knuckles aren't scraping the ground. The guy's very smart. But look at what he's doing. He understands that the U.S. is not going to go into Ukraine with ground, air, or naval forces because they aren't a part of NATO. They could just stand by in those NATO countries and observe and make sure Putin doesn't go into those countries. But hey, maybe he just wants Ukraine. Maybe Ukraine is just his little uh it's just his little personal thing. Because uh, if we go back to 2014 and, and I I heard a report in 2014, a large majority of Ukrainians were in favor of Russia. But after Russia invaded and took over another portion of Ukraine or a country close to Ukraine, about 90% of the uh, citizens there, they turned their backs on Russia. So he's pissed about that also. Yeah, Ukraine was part of that old Soviet bloc. Just was. So he's, he's, being pretty, he's pretty smart. He ain't no dummy. Trust me, he's thought this out and planned it well and thoroughly. Uh, the, the, what comes to my mind with, with Putin is, is no one else can mess this up but him. He'll have to be the one to destroy or mess this up. And I, I, like I said, I think he's trying to go to the U.S. in. He may get, he may just take over the entire country of Ukraine and then bump up against those border countries that are NATO. Poland. Yeah. That's the, I mean, if you look at Ukraine, the way they have that border set up, yeah, there's a portion of it that if, if, if you take that border away, you might as well say Ukraine is, Ukraine and Poland are bumping right up against each other, literally. So that's part of that old NATO block. I mean, that old uh, Russian bloc, that old communist bloc, just is. So he's 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 no dummy. Like I said, that guy, man, he, he is, whoo, he may be light years ahead of everyone else. He just may be. Man. Um, 
pray for the Ukrainians. At this point, that's all you can do. Uh, like I said, the president of, of Ukraine has came out and said he's made, Putin has made him and his family marked. They're in fear of their lives. Well, if they're saying they want to take that capital and, and the wording of how they, they want to surround it and decapitate it, man, he ain't, he ain't mixing no words with you. He's letting you know what he wants to do and what he's going to do, what he plans to do. Pray. And, and as for us here in the United States, we're already dealing with inflation. Then you add this right here, the, the, the quite possibly could be the possibility of war. Man. Just man. Just man. All right. I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to get on here for a few and talk to you guys about what is going on, the latest developments in this situation. Man. And it, it is a very serious situation. Um, I could make jokes, but uh, this ain't a joking situation here. Just ain't. Man. Well, that's all for me tonight. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.